Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Each day we walk through the vital principles of the abundant life. Our Lord can do above and beyond all we ask or think. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. All we do is through the sufficiency of heaven, through God's help, not our own. With God on our side and at our side, we are victorious. But without him, Jesus said, we can do nothing. It was after a tour of the United States and many churches, a Korean pastor once said, it is amazing what can be done without the Holy Spirit. A.W. Tozer once had a similar observation. He said, take the Holy Ghost away from most churches and most would go on as they always have. The writer of Hebrews said in the 13th chapter, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Heaven is a two-way street. We pray and we praise, and God responds. All this week on Daily Devotion, we are focused on our prayer life before God. I hope this is blessing you as much as it is blessing me. Maybe you've been to the Holy Land, to the Western Wall. Each and every day in Jerusalem, worshipers gather there at that wall to pray. They pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They pray for the coming Messiah. They petition God for their individual needs. They stand as receivers. But every day in Jerusalem, there is a group of men who also gather. They take the longest scroll of the Bible, the book of Psalms, and they read the praises before the wall. As well, they stand as offerers. When we pray, we are receivers. When we praise, we are offerers. This is a two-way street with God. Both are be done continually. We're to pray without ceasing, and we're to continually offer up a sacrifice of praise. The word praise is found 248 times in the Bible. That's one mention of praise for each bone of the human body that you and I were meant to praise God. We were created for praise. Martin Luther dusted off a biblical truth, that is, that the Old Testament system of priests and sacrifices was rendered obsolete by the greater priest, the Lord Jesus Christ, that his precious blood did away with an old way of praise. No longer is there a veil in the temple separating us from God. We can come boldly before his presence. We can find help in the time of need. But as the priest of the Old Testament, we can carry into his presence the sweet incense of worship. Our primary purpose of existence is to be people of praise, to bring God great glory. Every gift we have, every talent we hold, every trial we endure, all of these are designed to kindle praise in our heart for our great God. The Apostle Paul said, if there be any praise, think on these things. Our purpose is to engender praise through our thought life, to have a thankful life because we're full of thought. Thankfulness 
leads to thankfulness. We're to find reasons to praise God. It's no sideline occupation. It's the primary purpose of each believer. You and I are priests of praise. We are, as Simon Peter said, to show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness into this marvelous light. A believer who doesn't praise is like a teacher who doesn't teach, a singer who doesn't sing, and a musician who doesn't play. The seven Hebrew verbs for praise all wrap up to a definition that means to commend, to applaud, to extol in words or song, to magnify, to shout, to glorify, to express gratitude. Praise is for the young, praise is for the old. The 148th Psalm, both young men and maidens, old men and children, let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. Angels are commanded to praise him. Nations are commanded to praise him. Oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, Psalm 117. Saints are commanded to praise him. Psalm 30, sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his. Praise is the lifeblood of the saints. Praise tunes us into God. Praise helps us tear down that stronghold that we call self. Praise brings us into a closer fellowship with God. Praise has great power. It drives away the things that are attacking us. Praise brings unity. Praise helps us keep our minds stayed on the Lord. Praise lifts our hope. Praise lifts up our eyes to the hills from which comes our help. We are created to praise God. God is so worthy. He is worthy of all of the breaths that we breathe. He's worthy of our praise. You say that word worthy. And you're coming close to the meaning of worship. For as we look at him, we see the only worthy one. Why is he worthy of our praise? David in the 103rd Psalm gives us a few reasons. Verse 3, that God is a pardoner. He forgives all my iniquities. God is a physician. He heals all my diseases. He is a redeemer. He redeemeth my life from destruction. He is a benefactor. He satisfies my mouth with good things. He is a judge. He executes righteousness for the oppressed. I praise him because he won't stay angry forever. I praise him that he is high and lifted up in the heavens. I praise him because his mercy cannot be comprehended as far as the east is from the west. I praise him because he knows our frame. I praise him because he's a covenant-keeping God. I praise him because he is our king. How are we to praise him? We're to praise him by lifting up our hands. 1 Timothy 2.8, I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. Psalm 134, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. The 63rd Psalm, because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift up my hands. We are not only to lift up those hands, we're to clap the hands. Psalm 47, clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. 
We're to sing, we're to shout. The 33rd Psalm, praise the Lord with the heart. Make music to him on the 10-stringed heart. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully, shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true, and he's faithful in all that he does. We are to bow down and fall before him. Psalm 95, come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. What reverence. The fifth way we're to praise him, we're to be still and quiet. Psalm 46, be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Sixth way we praise him, we're to dance. Psalm 149, let them praise his name with dancing. Seven, we are to make music with all kinds of instruments. The 95th Psalm, let us come before him with thanksgiving and install him with music and song. But the writer of Hebrews said it like this. You wrap up those seven ways to praise God. Just say it like this. We're to praise him continually. You may say, Pastor, I'm fatigued. Pastor, this is not the right time. We're to praise him continually. I read what Gordon Dahl once wrote. Most middle-class Americans tend to worship their work, work at their play, and play at their worship. Praise is the evidence of an overflowing heart. Our hearts are to be continually stayed on the Lord. Praise is this divine catharsis. Nothing cheers your mind like praise. Nothing generates blessings in your life like praise. The healthiest believers praise God persistently. God invites us to praise him, not for his need, but for our own. For when we praise God and enjoy him, we find fulfillment. His presence inhabits our place. Luther said that hell is hell because there's no praise there, and that heaven is heaven because praise to God is always there. The psalmist said that those who are in God's house are always praising the Lord. We can enjoy a little heaven right now. How can we do that? By borrowing from the praise of heaven that every tribe, every kindred, every tongue, and every nation, and the voice is the sound of many waters. When we praise God, when we let it be done on earth as it is in heaven, we're borrowing heaven. We're enjoying heaven right now. The Bible says, bless the Lord at all times, but pastor, bad things have happened to me. In all things, give thanks for the good things, for the bad things for the nice things, for the troublesome things. It was in the First World War, a doctor passed by the bed of a young French soldier who had his arm amputated because of a war injury. He told the young man, I'm so sorry you lost your arm. Sir, the young man replied, I didn't lose it. I gave it for freedom. The world says loss, but we write down gain. The world says failure. We write down victory. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, it's a two-way street. It involves offering and receiving. We want to receive answers 
to our prayers, but we also offer up our praise to God. I read about a group of women who had disabilities of some sort, some blind, deaf, crippled. Their motto was, Amen, Hallelujah. That was their motto. It was the motto of this group of women that suffered from disabilities. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen means so be it. We accept our lot in life. But hallelujah means we're going to praise God in spite of this disability. We don't have time to focus on ourselves. That's self-pity. We will remain focused on God. That's praise. So long as you and I can come together with friends and family and celebrate, we come together with people of like precious faith and offer up sacrifices to God. We come together in small groups and in Sunday services to magnify God with the family of God. We are going to praise God. We're going to offer up praises and sacrifices of thanksgiving, but we're also going to pray and receive all his benefits. I believe in this season of life that we find ourselves right now, with so much difficulty going on all around us, we need to adopt that amen and hallelujah mindset. Amen, so be it, but hallelujah, we're going to thank you anyhow, God. We're going to pray We're going to praise. We're going to receive answers to our prayers. And we're going to tell you how much you really mean to us. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. Blessed, 90 Days to Change Your World is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.